Cheers. Cheers. Ah, that was nice. Well, as you can tell, I'm not by myself this time. So I'm with my friend Amanda slash roommate, and I've known her since college at Roger, if you didn't know where I went before. And she, I've been living with her now pretty much almost for three years because she was an honorary roommate with me and my sister before. So I wanted to introduce my lovely best friend and roommate, Amanda, if no one knows her before. <laughs> Thanks, Britt. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I know. You were kind of just an honorary guest because <laughs> you're always here anyway, but yeah. it was inevitable. <laughs> I have like a bunch of questions. We're just going to roll into it, honestly. This is just going to be fun. We have glasses of wine this time, so hopefully you have something or water, whatever floats your boat. Honestly, we're kind of nervous because I've never done this with another person before, like ever in my little podcast career. So I'm definitely a little bit nervous, but. Well, I'm excited to be the first and hopefully not the last. I know. I hope I have other guests. <laughs> you know, this will blow up and before you know it. Harry I Styles know. is going to walk on here. I wish. Like, I wish. Hello. <laughs> oh, I know. I feel like I would have to do. I don't even know who would be my like honorary guest or like top guest. If you could have a celebrity guest, who would it be? But, like Harry Styles, of course. But I'm trying to think. Tyler the Creator, honestly, would be so much fun. But I think I would want to do even like a video with him. Would be sick. I think we would do something like so insanely cool in the sense of like cooking. I saw him like a do a ton of cooking shows. Do like a My Drunk Kitchen or something. That'd be Hell so fucking yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So to continue on, as I drink my glass of wine, I just wanted to ask you some questions. So how was your day today? I think that's like the important question out of anything. Um, yeah, my day was pretty great. Went to happy hour with some pals. Uh, after that, I went to a quick concert. Just kidding, it's COVID. I no. haven't left the house. And it's been, it's been pretty great so far. We've had a lot of company in and out of meetings and really excited to open this bottle of wine. I think it's my best part. I know. And being a guest on the podcast. Yeah, this like honestly week has been super slow, kind of fast and all that stuff. Like That's what I, 2020 is at the same time I know. too. I know. It's like the same thing over and over again. I feel like a broken record just being like trying to be creative with 2020 and what it feels like. And everyone's like, well, it feels like it's like days are long, but weeks are quick. And I'm like, yeah, but... It's even worse than that. There's days that like the past two days, I did nothing at work. There was nothing going on. I was so bored out of my mind. So it's just like been like a really weird time. Yeah, I mean, we even said like as shitty as this year is, but it's gone by so quickly. Like your birthday's next month and last year, last year we were celebrating with all of our friends and it feels like yesterday. I know, and now it's gonna be like peak quarantine, peak COVID. Cases are most likely going to rise because everyone's going to go home, New Year's, all that stuff. It's it's definitely going to feel weird this year. It already still feels weird still. Um, but as much as COVID is always like the big question, what was like one thing I think when I talked about in my last podcast that I like, you know, cut my hair and like painted and we just got drunk in the apartment all the time. Like what is like your favorite thing with COVID and quarantine and like living where we are now? Um, first of all, a special place in this apartment has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. It's like it's our first apartment together. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. We came in here like bright eyed and bushy tailed, so excited to take on Brooklyn and take on New York and didn't realize that we'd be stuck in here forever. But that's true. We were fortunate enough to have some pretty cool people walk into our lives during this time. Yeah. So I think that was my favorite part of your podcast. Like 
hearing about the way that you talked about Austin was really cute. Um, obviously your boyfriend, the way that you talked about Hannah, my girlfriend, who have been really some strong acquaintances to have. Yeah. Lovely people during this time. Yeah. I feel like that's always like a crazy time too, especially with coming in with like a new relationship too. I think it's really cool to also expand off to that. One thing I want to also like always acknowledge what you say, like you never actually had a real relationship with her in the sense of not being in COVID. Yeah, like my da- my relationship with Hannah started in the middle of quarantine. We were talking when we started talking when life was normal, and we we're like, oh yeah, like I was traveling Europe gallivanting. And I was like, oh, we'll hang out when we get back. Like little did we know that I was gonna get stuck in Europe. Almost, I didn't, but essentially, I was afraid. Almost. I was afraid I wasn't Obviously. gonna be able to come back. <laughs> and then um, I quarantined for two weeks because that's how long we all thought this was gonna be. Yeah. And then we decided to say, like, okay. Yeah, and even just giving background of when she, when I mean she was in the peak of when we found out about everything, I was moving in, we got, so our lease is really weird, we got to move in mid-March, which is not very common, and we moved, of course, mid-March was when everything shut down, COVID cases were increasing, a lot of cases in New York were being like showing positive and showing really bad cases. The whole shing ding was all in New York and Amanda is abroad at the moment. So I'm moving Wasn't in. Wasn't studying abroad. I yeah. was just um, decided to go on vacation. <laughs> well into our careers now like I wish I was studying abroad no exactly like I just it's so funny to keep that in mind like everyone is just so nervous on top of that but being abroad and being away to a completely different country when their regulations to what they were doing at the time during COVID it's probably it was insane just to hear about it yeah like trump initiated the travel ban and it was like 2 a.m and we were in europe we got all the calls saying Mm -hmm. like you need to come home now by the time we looked at i was with my friend bubba at the time and um by the time we like looked at prices they all skyrocketed it was so fucking scary we were trying to figure out how to come home but luckily it was like the voice of reason and he was just he kept me sane he was like really great the whole entire time yeah because that's just waited out um obviously our idiot president I know. let's just call him 45 i know and we're so close <laughs> it's like he's it's hopefully that hopefully that goes by quickly yeah that's exciting to see and no i remember i think i messaged you that because i was so scared because yeah. again i think it's how he worded it i think that was the issue yeah it seems like no one even if you were a u.s citizen can't get back in yeah the so way I that he people said that. were being very nervous about it and i remember you actually who you're pretty active on social but i remember you took the time to literally screenshot being like this is proven to know your sources know where you're getting your um news from like double check your facts before we went on the white house website and it like even then it wasn't clear that u.s citizens like if you had a u.s citizenship you were allowed to go back into the country yeah the way that trump worded it it was like no travel in and out of the united states no matter your citizenship so obviously like we were panicking i was like starting a new job on monday i was moving into this apartment all these things that were going on here in america and i was like fuck that's so crazy yeah but let's just take a cheers that joe biden is gonna be inaugurated in january i know i'm so we're so excited for that i feel like it's gonna be a good ass time i hope yeah. I hope, I hope, I hope. I mean, few things could be worse than <laughs> um, 45, so. I know. I feel like there's a lot more hope, and I think it's going to be... I feel like 2020... I was talking to one friend, and we were talking about how 2021, and even, like, 
the 20th century for 2000, like 2020, was is similar to 1920s, the Roaring Twenties, right? I feel like this is our Roaring Roaring Twenties when the Great Depression, the Spanish Flu, similar to what we're facing right now, pandemic, which is mostly overriding uh, the economic part of it, but. There's also predictions of that crashing in the next few months and stuff. It's about to probably um, every like eight years and we're already past the eight years. It's going to happen again. There's there's a sign of hope of it. I don't know if anyone yeah. else feels like that. No, I think we all have a finer sense of appreciation or at least we should, you know, I really appreciate the people in your life and the times that you get to spend with them and the things that you get to do, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. And even just like talking to people is it's so different now than it was even before appreciating family more, appreciating friends. Overall, just a weird time. How was your day? My day was actually (laughs) pretty boring. Really? I had no work to do today, really, which if any of my workers are on here or coworkers, I did do work. I just didn't have assigned (laughs) work today. So (laughs) please assign me work. But minus that, it was still like a good two days of just a little bit chills to get ready for the last week um, before everyone's on break and everyone's doing their holiday stuff. Also with Hanukkah too, a lot of my coworkers were out. So because of Hanukkah, which is really cool. So it's been pretty nice. And today I literally just watched YouTube videos, did my work and the beauty of working in social and to give people background of my job, I'm a social media analyst. So I pretty much do social posts. I look into metrics to social ads conversations and anything along the lines of anything social you can think of so i was just like building out a content calendar just chilling like i was listening to my music listening to my youtubers and other podcasts it's it was just a really chill day but i think another thing i was thinking of today like what do you mostly miss about new york and as prime like, what do you mostly miss that you wish you can appreciate it more? I think I miss the spontaneity. Spontaneity? Mm-hmm. Spontaneity? You know yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, just like being spontaneous, like with you, with our friends, like mm-hmm. texting you during the workday and be like, oh, this blows. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, I think I'm going to get out early. Like, oh, slow day. Like, and we're just like, okay, we should go meet up here. Mm-hmm. We'll meet up at this bar and then kind of like let whatever happens take us. Yeah. You know, like, Seriously. I think that is so fun instead of like all this like planning and rigor like obviously making plans with people is fun and having set plans and places to go places to be is amazing but i miss like those random ass fucking happy hours that don't end until 4 a.m the next morning or something like yeah uh, like that's not to be taken for granted you know i feel that completely because i just had my holiday party and by the way a virtual 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 holiday party is very very different than a normal holiday party i feel like you get hammered on those things so much quicker because you're like this is awkward i'm not talking you're just you're just awkward you're with only with your crew and then you get talked to like someone senior and they're and they're drunk and it's just always a little weird and you're like and you're just hammered and you go to the after party and there's the after after party and then there's the after 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 party and then you're in it's Times square that's after party twice <laughs> twice after party are you gonna hook up with someone virtually actually i, mean, I, I think you can probably i know and then there's us now I'm like now we're relationships are like yeah never mind. you can't do that yeah <laughs> i mean even, even like i was like thinking about my old job like thinking anyone that was like cute at the time 
And I'm like, no one was. Like, not one person. There you, was, like, you didn't have one work crush? Not one. There was one, but I, I like... So there was one. So there, there was, was one. one. There was one, but, like, he left, like, way... I was, like, I just started, and he left, and I was, like, sick. What was his story? I don't even know. I didn't even get to talk to him. You know, those, those are the work crushes, though, from afar. I kind of like that. That's why you like them, because you don't know them. I like that. I really do. There was one... There was always one that... My other coworkers thought I would like, and I remember I talked to him drunk, and I think I was talking about, I don't even know, traveling, of course, like something basic, mm-hmm. and it was just so awkward, and the next day, I just, and I think I spilled beer on him, but I don't remember, and the next day, he just didn't look at me, and I'm like, I did something stupid, didn't I? Like, I, I definitely spilled my beer on him, and I'm so sorry. He probably didn't look at you because he didn't know you. That too. <laughs> Like you work here? Oh, I thought you were just like I don't know someone that just was at the place that we were at. Yeah, we, I had. It was, they were like that's so funny. The cocktail waitress is here. Oh my god! Night. No way. <laughs> Sorry, I actually work for your social media team. No big deal or anything. God damn. Yeah, no, I I really always had a really good time with those. But first, being at a new company, I don't really know anyone still. Second, it was virtual, and of course, when you hear like a virtual um, company party. You're like, what is there to bring? It was actually pretty good. I was telling Amanda that I was pretty shocked to the point I got drunk on Wednesday by accident. I only had, I had two, and this sounds so basic, but I had two kombucha, spiked kombucha drinks. They're called June Shine. And I had two of those and I got drunk because I was chugging them because I was kind of awkward because I just didn't know what to do. I was just staring at a screen the whole time. And I got really drunk. You're like, my mic's muted. Nobody can hear me yes. fucking chugging. That's what I'm saying. And then they also did this awkward thing that they made like an after party. And I felt like I wanted to go to just like, just say hi to people or just be present. Just be like, oh, I'm, I'm down to hang. Like next time we're in person, like I want to hang. Like I'm a hanger. Like I like to hang out. I'm a back party, like after party kind of girl. Like. Yeah, so kind of weird. You come alive in the nighttime. I know. That's what <laughs> I feel like I definitely do. Like, even before recording and, and everything, I'm so tired. And now recording, I could probably, like, run a mile at this point. It was really interesting because they did cute, like, awards and stuff. So it was, like, more interactive. And if you won a award, there was cameos. And Chris Harrison was a cameo. And I was telling Amanda this because... Recently, and we'll talk more about We're it. We're recently a part of Batch Nation. We are Batch Nation station every Tuesday um, to the point I had to call my Hulu account because they blocked me off my Hulu live TV. <laughs> we're twenty minutes Tuesday. into the twenty minutes into the episode, we're on the phone with the Hulu TV trying to figure out why you're blocked out I from don't your know account. Why? And I was so pissed. I'm telling Amanda, I'm like, why am I blocked? I'm like, and she's like, Hulu sucks. I'm like, we can debate about it later because honestly. But if anyone from Hulu is listening, you don't suck. Yeah, you don't suck. It's, it's the, the it's the corporation me. aspect of it. Yeah, I just, it's just whatever. And if you do work at Hulu, help me. <laughs> so. <laughs> don't block us on Tuesdays. Any other yeah, day? please. Fine. <laughs> So, um, Chris Harrison was a cameo from one of the girls that won, and I was, like, starstruck because now I'm part of Bachelor Nation, and I was just, like, holy shit, and the whole time I was thinking about Hannah, Amanda's girlfriend, and I'm just gonna call her Hannah now, like... Yeah, y'all know. Y'all know. Oh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's Hannah. Um, I was literally about to, like, record it, but I couldn't find my phone, and I was just so starstruck because 
he was so cute. And at the end of it, he was like, I gave you the last rose. I'm like, he probably says that on all his cameos, but God bless that girl. But yeah, probably Chris Harrison was my top um, cameo. Yeah, that was like my top one. And he was really funny. And everyone, everyone, because everyone's chatting, of course, because it's a video. So everyone's being respectful and muted. But the chat was just like crazy. <laughs> oh my God. People were like, half of my company is definitely Bachelor Nation, honestly. Honestly, I feel like at this point, everyone is Bachelor Nation. I mean, that's how we got into it. We were like, what else is there to do? I know. And we can all say thank you to Hannah for that. Yeah, thanks, Hannah. Yeah, thanks so much, <laughs> Hannah, for making me be so addicted to men that I will never see in my life. And I'm okay with that. Austin's probably okay with that, too. I know. He's so down. Like, honestly, <laughs> he's he gets into it, too. Honestly. <laughs> he really, really does. He enjoys it as much as I do. But who's, who's your top um, guy? Like, who's, like, the one that you're, like, she should pick him? Tasha, I really like Brendan. You like Brendan? Yeah, he's a little cutie. I don't know. I think their first date was very special. And I just, mm -hmm. I don't know, it was really cute and, like, sweet. Mm -hmm. And, like, it felt really wholesome. And everything else is obviously, like, she's had some really wholesome moments with a lot of the guys. But I don't know. I think that, like, I feel like she hasn't, or from what I've seen. Again, this is my personal opinion. Don't fucking come for me. <laughs> All those people who read Reality Steve and all their spoilers and whatever. I don't know. I think that she has a different type of connection with him. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm I'm still... So, I didn't really like Ben. I don't know. I, not saying I didn't like him. Ben? I or Brendan? Ben. I oh, like Brendan. Okay. Brendan, top, follow him on Instagram, and I'm in love with him. Sorry, mm -hmm. Austin. But you need to just... This, this doesn't count. So, um, I do love Ben a lot because of his Instagram, because I think he looks way better, and we were talking about this with a scruff, and also so much just better looking and presents himself way better and more funnier Sorry, than the show. When you said scruff, I was thinking about there's a there's a gay dating app called Scruff, and I was like, What's wait, he's on app? Scruff? It's like a grinder for guys, I think. Is it like is it better than grinder? Is it like not as like a uh, maybe maybe it's like less tindery than grinder is? Honestly, well, I feel like grinder is like just hookups. Like yeah. you're not going to like you're you're on yeah. there to hook up, not to fall in love. I mean, I would you I'm say not, would you equate grinder with tinder? I feel like I guess so. I also we have we are like the last two to talk about dating apps. I have not used a dating app. Yeah, who knows what they look like anymore? I know. I don't even <laughs> know, dude. I have no idea. But I, I feel like Grinder and Tinder maybe are at the same level. But I feel like Grinder, from what I've seen from other people, it seems she's very scandalous. Quick. Like she's like very more like hook up kind of a quick. Like you're not having a full conversation with them. Like. As much. And maybe you do. I, I don't know. I would love to be... Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry to distract the conversation no, no. from Brendan. He deserves everything. No, it's totally <laughs> fine. But now you got me thinking, like, I don't even remember what dating apps even look like. Honestly. But I don't know with Grindr. Interesting. But Scruff is called? It's like a gay dating and chat room kind of thing. Is it just for guys? I'm, I would assume so. Like, anyone who identifies as a gay male. Um, I don't know, we need to invite more gay males on your podcast yeah. and, and get their opinion. <laughs> I would be so down to do that. That's so interesting. I, but, have me, but I've heard that they're all from the same 
company. It's like one, I don't know what it is. Yeah, like Match.com owns like Hinge and Tinder and Bumble and something oh, like that. Oh, I didn't that. know like, Match owned that. Yeah, it's like this really strange dating conglomerate. And I'm like, so they do know how to hook people up. They're just withholding that information. Interesting. Yeah. That's, I did not know Match was the one. Yeah, it's really weird. That is so odd. I don't like that. But anyway, yeah. Back to Bachelor for two seconds. I, I know it's... we At the same time, we're Bachelor Nation, but we really don't know anything at the same time. I don't know past people. I don't... Chris Harrison, I call him, like, daddy at the time because I, I just... I, I don't have... Like, I want someone new. That's something that I think we talked about. We have a Bachelor. We're part of the Bachelor Nation group chat and her friend group. And... I feel honored to be even a part of it. And I forget who said it, but one of your friends said, we need someone different. We need someone young. We need someone spunky. Yeah, we need a new face. I mean, like, we love Chris Harrison. Obviously, he's an OG. Like, yeah. bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor paradise, freaking oh. listen to your heart. Listen. Daddy, whatever. Oh God, listen to who? Oh um, but, like, you know, we really need someone, like, Young and hot, preferably mm-hmm. a POC. You would love to see uh, maybe like a queer icon. I don't even yeah. know who it would be. Like, or well, like, I feel like they need like, to first have a queer bachelor or bachelorette. That is one. Facts. I feel like we know that that would be, be too dramatic. That's why they have to keep it for the heteros. I know. No offense. But Brittany. I feel like, no, no worries. I agree though. Because <laughs> honestly, I feel like I forget what channel did it but they did their own version of the bachelor but and i I feel like it was on like vh1 or something like that Mm -hmm. um but they did their own bachelor and it was all guys and then it was like a silver fox guy he was like the bachelor he was just like this older guy and he's like it was really i didn't watch it clearly like Like a like a mr steamy like the dad from euphoria and i forget what it was called yes exactly (laughs) we don't like him but i but Oh attractive for you or not we're not going to spoil anything i don't think there's anything to be honest to spoil it just solid conversations really strong right in there yeah honestly i was i i feel like in the moment i'm reeling it back if you don't watch euphoria the main character is rue and she struggles a lot with um addiction to drugs and it's actually all types of drugs she doesn't have like one maybe coke is her main one as I, I mean, again, you see her do a, a bunch of different stuff in the season, um, and all. And unfortunately, when they were recording season two, um, they had to stop because of COVID. So they came up with these special episodes. One was Rue, and then the next one is Jules is side. So, um, and then as you can tell, Jules and Rue dated or or had like a really special bond. Whatever. Spoiler you alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Not really. Not ish. really. Like, that's like not even the main And if part it is, sue me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I wanted, I think that was like a really good episode. Like, what, how did you feel about Rue's episode compared to even Euphoria as a season? How different it was? I think that um, Rue's episode was obviously super strong and it mm-hmm. like really. Um, gave emphasis on her character story and like where she wants to develop slash Ollie's character story and where they want to develop because I think he's a great character um, but obviously like I'm just fucking obsessed with that show mm-hmm. and like it's so it's so good like it really is just like 
and captures you and like you're so invested like every single episode like I remember like not being able to wait a week I was like there's no way yeah I'm like I can't think about anything else like they really did a good job so good and I think it's like comes from any it's not just like one group of people that needs to watch it I feel like some shows are like oh like young girls watch that or like younger people can watch the show you can be any age and it kind of um, maybe not too young. Maybe not too young. Maybe that's a little, a little bit. <laughs> so like PG fourteen, yeah. even fourteen. It probably is wrong. honestly rated. R rated. Yeah, like definitely. honestly, definitely. the amount of butts you see on it and boobies. No, yeah, you. Titties. Yeah, there's there's a good amount of like nudity <laughs> there. I won't lie, but I think it was such a beautiful episode with Rue because it was a good recap of how I think also people feel in 2020 as well kind of feeling stuck and feel like they can't get out of who they are and kind of giving you hope but also taking a step back and i really love the scene about um her dad i guess i can't get that into it but being like why did why did god quote unquote choose my dad to be the way he was yeah. Like or, why? Like why is there a reason? Yeah. Like, like people are saying like people people die for a reason and like she rebuttals that like yeah. extremely, which I agree with. I mean, you know, some people die and I don't I don't think they should die. Yeah. Like or larger. You know, mm-hmm. that goes into a whole larger. Yeah. But I think it line. does because and I think they brought it up. That was the one scene I thought of a ton because, and. The other character, um, he was kind of like being the mentor, almost had to stop being the mentor and just be reality of like, I, I can't guarantee you, but you know, you just kind of keep moving forward for him in the sense and keep moving for those people and keep moving for those people that didn't have the same opportunity as you and all that. And I thought that was a pretty good scene. And especially now, I think that scene, I feel like relates to what everyone's kind of feeling now of, okay, like, but why, like, why is this the reason? Like, why is this um, happening to me? Or why did this happen to that person? That person didn't deserve it or whatever the situation is, job loss to unfortunate passing away of family members or loved ones. And it kind of reeled you back of like, shit, like, this is reality. This is life. And Sometimes you gotta really take life on the rails and just keep moving forward and and just try your best and live every day like your last. Honestly, it sounds so basic and I'm I am not a film major girl, like I have nothing like that, but that scene was so, so important to watch. So highly recommend watching it. And Euphoria in general. Yes. Everything about Euphoria. Real quick, favorite character and why. Ooh, that's a good one. Because there's a lot of good ones. A lot Damn. of good characters. Um, I'll probably say Jules. I think she's so complex in a bunch of different ways, and I really, like, admire the way that she carries herself throughout the show. Like, she's so consistent, and she's so grounded mm-hmm. after everything that she's been through, and, like, I think she's so strong, especially, like, she's just incredibly loyal to Rue after everything yeah. they've been through. I really... I, admire her as a character. I think she's really well written. I think um, my other... I do agree with... I think Jules will actually might just be my top, honestly. Um, and also fashion. You can't yeah, deny that. so cool. From people who don't really know Euphoria, the fashion's insane. And 
that's why all these like little TikTokers with their like glittery makeups like euphoria it's like that's not euphoria that's, that's frank gallagher yeah that's like that is frank gallagher exactly from shameless like that is totally the vibe it's more than just glitter there's more symbolism than that and it's so sick and of course it's a 24 um studio i think is what it's called so they have a lot of very artistic approaches on how they film which yeah, is super sick the cinematography is like incredible in that show. i know oh my goodness it's so good and another person i really want to also mention is the character nate don't like nate at all you'll know him well i will just say that from the beginning but the um actor who plays him who i don't remember his name but he's from the kissing booth and i thought he did and we were talking about this the other day such a phenomenal job of yeah, really being the most hated person on television like one of the most hated characters and I'm blanking on his name but I know she's uh he dated what's her face are you looking it up um yeah Jacob Eldery oh my god I always forget and apparently he's Australian maybe which is like pretty impressive yeah I forget who he dated he dated the girl on kissing booth doesn't really matter but as you can tell, we watch a ton of TV, <laughs> like almost too much. I feel like kind of bringing it back more towards like just having fun and shit like that. I think one thing I will say moving to New York, the one thing I was so scared about was kind of not having like people I really knew because coming from New York and Westchester, I was, my family was moving to Connecticut. So I was kind of moving back into the city to you know, continue my career, wanting to be more in a city that I can just explore, have fun without worrying about driving or anything like that. So I didn't have like a crew. I didn't have like a bunch of friends. The only other person I had was Amanda who lives in Hope or by Hoboken in Jersey. And we, from the first time I like moved in and we hung out, like the first time you came over, it's been like downhill. And all at the same time. Yeah, literally downhill for our wallets, downhill for our, our sleeping schedules, downhill for any um, sane decisions, but everything else has been fun. What is your most missed part of New York pre-COVID? Yeah, pre-COVID, I do miss a good ass, just good drink. I Me, mean, actually, you know what I'm going to say, and this is going to sound weird, a really overexpensed drink and just sitting at a bar with people, whether they're super, super close to me, to just like my coworkers, to someone that I was like meeting or a first date and stuff like that. I really do miss the atmosphere of just being at a bar. Yeah, the I really do. I think, I think like surrounded by people that are having a good time or whatever oh, is yeah. going on. Yeah. I really do miss that a ton. Um, I really miss that. I wasn't like a huge, like I never really liked going to clubs. Um, I only been one maybe two in the past like three-ish years I lived here and one was like with a, and honestly I will say you got to go with a promoter you can't like go buy yourself with a ticket you can nothing wrong with that but when you have a promoter you get you don't have to worry about drinks paying for drinks you know like you get your little section you get to like sit on a couch if you want at one point, I forget who it was, the DJ. I think it was Two Friends. Yeah, you, you said know, the that. booty yeah. mix, remix bullshit. 
Yeah. Clearly, I don't listen to it. Big Booty Remix. Yeah, Big Booty, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, I don't listen to it at all, but they were performing that night, and I went when my other friend Amanda, not this Amanda, guys, I know, at first, <laughs> at first, but also, I would die if we ever went to a club. Nobody would touch me dead at a club like that. I know. And it was, like, super last second. And those of you who have seen me at a club like that, sh- <laughs> no, you haven't. And I just remember the only, t- like, I got so drunk because of just, like, the amount of free drinks you get and alcohol and liquor and you could, but it was so nice at the same time because we just sat by the couches the whole time. We didn't have to touch people. We didn't have to, peasants is what, you know. I love not touching people yeah. at a club. I know, it was so, it was, that was the only club I've ever been to, and probably the last time I ever will be at a club. I just miss, like, a good-ass time being at a bar and stuff like that. I think we do a pretty good job at our apartment to make it feel like that. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, oh, like, pretty, give me the lights. Yeah. You just start flickering, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> pretend that I'm just have, a DJ. We have a good, good time, dance party, and whatever here. Shots are a lot cheaper, let me tell you that. Yeah, okay, there might be no shots because we're old now. We yeah. can't even take them. I mean, once in a while, we will. But even, like, shotgun. Like, I was talking about last podcast, like, shotgunning has been a thing sometimes. Chugging a time. I know, you wake up in the morning, you look at the recycling bin, and it's like, oh, God. It's just all Piling beers. over beers, white claws. One thing I did notice, though, I'm very much... Um, I've always been, like, a beer girl, but I feel like now I know what beers I like, so now I know where to go to and what's my go-to in that sense. And also, you know, dating someone that likes beer as much as I do. Yeah, your um, frat guy boyfriend. Yeah, I know. What a frat boy. Oh, my God. Uh, it was destiny though because I feel like it was just bound to happen just to have someone that drank or could drink a ton honestly it was just bound to happen and it's funny because when I first met him I didn't know he was from a frat yeah he doesn't give you that vibe at all which is maybe he does and I just don't see it but I think I also miss just like huge things and I think one event that is always iconic in some way and maybe it was because of last year and I think it just was a, such a fun-ass time. It was, like, Gay Pride. It was mm. always so fun. And Amanda has been there. You go there all the time. Like, you've been going for Oh, years, yeah, I go right? there all the time. It's the best part of town. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, obviously, I, I freaking love Pride so much. I think it's, like, it's like better than New Year's, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's extremely and totally chaotic. But if you're with the right people... Um, you find a nice little corner, not even like at the parade because it's kind of the same thing every year, but it's really just about like celebrating you, celebrating the person that you love, the person that you are. Um, and I think that's why I love pride. I love pride so much because it's always surround myself with the best people, you know, you're always there. I know. My day one, day one. Yeah. Honestly, I think I've been, I've never been. I I think I've celebrated Pride with you almost every single year. Yeah, because there was one year we surprised you. And what I mean by we, it was our friend Abby came with me. Poor girl. (laughs) Me and her, like, we brought drinks. And we were surprising Amanda. um, Because it was, was it your first Pride that you were out out? I think that was, a, that was the first Pride, yeah, that was the first Pride like that I was out. out. How many years ago? Like four, five, four years ago? It might have been like, it might have been actually like three years ago. Because it was years. like when I first moved to New York. Yeah. I, mean, I might be lying, but it was like my first Pride in New York when you were there and out already. I think that might, oh, no, because that was the second one then, because the first time I went with Gabby. Okay. And it was just the two of us, and it was really fun, and we got really, really high, and we took an edible. 
Like a Rice Krispie edible. If someone was yeah. walking out the street, it's, it's crazy. Like people are just selling like drinks and like pot brownies and pot Rice Krispies and like having a great time celebrating everyone. There, It's simply like... I don't even know how to describe it. You can't describe it. It's just, it's, it really is amazing. It's so funny because it's like, talking about pride is like Hannah's biggest fear. <laughs> like she's like so scared of it, which is scary because obviously a lot of people, like it's really overwhelming, especially yeah. now. Um, but it's, it is quite the time. Yeah. I feel like, so when you feel, cause I feel like there's always a thing about pride because it's such a great time and a lot of people you know, want to party and enjoy it and have fun. But what do you feel like about people actually partying, but not in the right reasons in the sense of they're just like partying just for excuse to have a party? Um, that's a good question. Because I always that's see that. Question. I know. Thank you. And I know that like I mean, this people, is, like, my job. <laughs> great job. I think that people like, even you, like obviously you, you are hetero presenting and you are my best friend, have been my best I, friend. I have a, we have a story about me being so gay and I'm um, so gay, so um, straight in a gay, gay bar. We've been to gay bars together and like people like, Brittany would come as my wing woman. She would come as a good time. Like we would just go out and gallivanting through the city and people would go up to Brittany and be like, I know I'm not going to hit on you because I know that you're straight. Like Brittany screams like sunflowers and yeah. not at all rainbows, like just like yeah. straight sunflowers. And that's amazing and great. And we love that. Yeah, to the point <laughs> that we went to one and it was actually Stonewall. Let me just Stonewall iconic gay part. But, Historical. Oh God, I'm like drunk. I'm so sorry. I'm drunk. I'm drunk too. <laughs> Wine is strong. I know, bro. It's not. <laughs> bro, I'm, my rosacea is heating up. I know, bro. my face is like really warm. Let me cool down. Oh my god, come on. Get my eyes, bro. Alright, All right, let me flick myself. We're at Stonewall and I, we're chilling, me and Amanda, um, Abby and her girlfriend, Emma. We're all there. They're dancing, I'm dancing. And we're all just having a good ass time. This girl comes up to me and you know, like I was like, I don't know, like, and everyone was super friendly. Like, let me just get that out. Like everyone was so friendly. Like you step on someone's toe, they're like, thank you. And you're like, no problem. <laughs> my honor. You're like, it's my honor. Like, thank you. It's my honor to step on your toe. You're just awesome, whatever. And this girl comes up to me and she's like, hey, like my best friend's brother's here and we would love if you guys could dance together. And then I go, are you, am I that straight? I was like, damn. I'm like, okay. I'll take it. And then he was, and then he got kicked out. But overall, that's just a funny side note from gay pride of just, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm the best ally you can ever have is all I need to say. Burp facts. That's That's it. <laughs> Piggybacking off of what Brittany said. I think that as anyone should be able to celebrate pride. I'm not someone who should mm -hmm. be like, you are not allowed to celebrate unless you're like freaking like you know like homophobic or like yeah. racist or like yeah you don't respect the the history aspect of it that like pride yeah. is it stemmed from from black trans women you know yeah. like and that's the important part like you need to be able to respect those people and respect the history that they paved for everyone else like if you were a straight gay white man like you have to understand like where your yeah, privilege where came where from and that goes for okay. straight people and gay people too like I'm not saying like 
you know, like, I, obviously people, people do things that I'm not going to agree with, and I'm not one to, like, obviously judge or give a fuck, but just know your rights, know your history, respect the people, pay your respects to the people who allowed you to celebrate, you know? Yeah. Well said. That was really great. I, I'm glad. I wanted you to say something like that, because I think sometimes people might not celebrate always in the right reason. Yeah, so. and I think that, like, sometimes it's like, oh, like... People are so quick to judge before they even know, like, mm-hmm. how you feel about a certain subject. Um, but yeah, like, that's that's pretty much it. Like, you know, people show their respect in different ways, and like, just don't be an asshole about it. Like, now's yep. not now's not the time and place. Yep. If you Especially if you feel now. this way, like, I can guarantee you, no gay man is gonna ask for your hand in marriage if you're like against it. You know, like exactly. Like, I, and that's another thing. I think sometimes others people pe- do have other that. people's happiness like shouldn't bother you, and I think that's like what I think it's like people get bothered by that in gay marriage in general. Like, yeah, and it's not like I don't know. I think people just get. I think people are just celebrating at times. This is some people. I'm not saying everyone. They're they're not like taking a step back to like know the history. Know how it became to be to the point that they can even have a parade and everyone just be so loved and all it's a it's a really honestly a really eye-opening experience for everyone that can attend it always brings like tears to my eyes too like in like the happiest way like it is so emotional and sentimental and like i'm so excited that i get to celebrate it with like my closest friends and yeah you you know family one day like whatever every 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 year i think you accept unfortunately this year was um was in um, your apartment. Yeah. No, but and Hannah and I still had like a little pride party and it was really cute and and sweet. So. Yeah, I feel like it was still like fun as much as you can make it. Yeah, but, it's always a good time, you know. But yeah, even like last year, and why we're bringing it up because last year we were, we were just talking about it and I, and I wrote it down and it was just, it was one of those like weekends in New York and it's just something you will forever remember. It's like we have so many photos, like she's even going through her photos right now, like it was just so much fun. We were with the best people possible, like, out of anything. Yeah. It was a, a Saturday-Sunday event because... I always take off the Monday after Pride yeah. because Pride's uh, always on a Sunday. Maybe, and you know when you asked me what hangover you had the worst? Honestly, that one was really bad. But anyway, we'll talk about that in a second. Her uh, friend Mel came, and mm-hmm. she lives in Italy almost full-time. She was yeah. here for, like, a weekend. Like, our friend... Brittany came from Boston, um, her and her boyfriend, and then I always meet up with two of my, my friends, Brian and Bubba, and my home friends. Like, it is just, like, an enormous celebration of, yeah. like, the it gathering was, of really great, it was amazing people. mad people um, came with us. It was so much fun. We definitely, like, won't lie, we were pretty old, drunky drunk. Um, definitely pre-game before pre-gig during oh my god there were so many people there's literally there's this photo i mean half these people i think we literally just took random pictures yeah i mean we made friends with all of these random people and you know we had an amazing time and we loved them that day but how about do i know what they're doing now no no i have no <laughs> idea who half those people are but yeah and and i forgot about that so on saturday oh my god what's the march called it's a dyke march uh, yep. all through new york city and it ends in Washington Square Park, and essentially, like, all of these um, dykes. I, I guess that's 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 like what they prefer to be called. These people who own the terminology of being called a dyke, and really like parade through the city and own 
like just themselves and who they are and they really rock it and they lead this parade and they don't allow anyone in it who doesn't identify as a dyke and they they have this huge following all throughout the city and then it's just they end at washington square park and it's a huge party and then they allow everyone to just kind of come in jump in this fountain with them and celebrate our our friend dan was leading so many of them into this and the fountain is a pretty intense fountain it's not like a waterfall or anything it's you know it's braying so it, it probably hurt people but whatever but yeah it was crazy a lot of the people that we were with were just like in the water like everyone just like took off their clothes and their underwear and just it was insane it was we were probably out saturday from we were drinking for like oh my lord 10 hours straight at least you know like everyone has those days and then we had to wake up and do it again on sunday it was crazy sunday was because sunday's the actual parade yeah and that's where everyone just goes hard yeah and that one was insane oh my goodness we went to this on saturday we went to this awesome place oh my god so cute sorry she's showing me pictures but it was so much fun like overall it was like super super fun and it was always a good time with that so many good people we were definitely so fucking hammered, though. Oh, my God. I just remember waking up on Sunday, and we're like, I can't believe we have to drink again. Granted, we have that moment many a times, but... Yeah, Sunday... So probably we were all like, we have to push through. It's the big day. It's yeah. the big day. I, I wasn't even going to drink on that Sunday, too. I remember just because of work. I really... So, something that we were talking about before, real quick, is that Sundays are really, really difficult to drink. A Sunday fun day... I kind of talked about this briefly in my other, like the previous podcast, and honestly, holy shit, <laughs> their Sunday fun days are not fun. Honestly, I really don't like them. Sunday fun days are the best. I love Sunday fun days. I don't know. I love Sunday fun days when I don't have to go to work on Monday. See, you're smart. You, I will say, you are so smart. I'm very strategic out. about my Sunday fun days. I'm like, if I'm gonna have a Sunday fun day, no way in hell. No way in hell am I showing my face. No, to I anybody don't, else. I, I, I Mondays I suck enough as it is, and then to add a hangover to it. Oh my god. Oh no, honey. I just, I really, really hate it, like so fucking much, and to the point. So we were talking about this one time that we all went out on a Sunday, and it was a group of us. We it started was, with brunch. Yeah, and you and know, it never ends. Brunch. It never ends at brunch. Brunch is like, on a Sunday for us two. I will say. <laughs> Ever since we went to our first brunch, which was disgusting and honestly a problematic, time, very gross. It was like, was I even twenty one at that time? I don't even know. No, you were twenty one, but but we yeah, I was. We're on a podcast. But we we did like brunch in New York is like I guess a different vibe. But we went to like the very typical. You're gonna get blacked out, and to the point at the end of the night, poor Amanda. Puke on her shirt. I peed in the bucket. It was just bad. Like that's all. I'm you know what? To say that that pod, that podcast that brunch stemmed from us going on bad dates, and we said we're never gonna date again. That is and we're gonna so go. True. We're gonna go out and we're gonna have a great brunch, just the two of us. And we had a too great of a brunch. So yeah, we both too died. Great, we both died. Too great to the point we were after brunch. We were okay. It, it's the fact that we, we went, went to that rooftop and and to the point. They thought we had a table. Someone was just passing us like 
rosé. Like large bottles of rosé, chilled rosé. It was like a nice warm July Saturday morning. No, was it Sunday? Sunday. Almost probably Sunday. No, it was probably Sunday. Dude, oh my god. Um, And we just, after bottomless brunch, we went to this rooftop. Got passed and passed like at least two bottles of rosé on top of other drinks, like bottle service. Did we pay for it? No. Exactly. And that's why you just have to own it. Ladies, you own it. You don't buy for shit. (laughs) Ladies, and if you get free stuff, you take it. Obviously, unopened free stuff. Nothing like, nothing sketchy. Nothing sketchy from the guy. We saw the lady open up the The bottle in front of us million dollar bottles that like, shit was expensive we were on this rooftop we had no place being there i don't even i remember i slept over your apartment and i didn't even have any of my clothes you were like here just take this t-shirt that i have yep had no place being there and i was like oh cool this cute little this cute little yellow and white baseball yep. tee i'll wear it Come on. <laughs> i'll wear it did we look cute i think i threw it out yeah I, probably, I probably that shit is that shit has seen some some shit. And that's why she's my best friend, because she saved my ass. <laughs> oh my god. And I had I can't I assume we're trying to leave out of the hotel room. We're trying to leave out of the freaking hotel room. We didn't take the elevator down. We went through the staircase. But I mean, I didn't trust me either. You didn't trust my me, bitch ass, but you bitch ass. Neither of us was coherent, as neither of us are coherent right now. Oh my god, bro. And I had to pee. Okay, I'll just tell the pee story. Who cares? So I was trying, I didn't want to take her to the elevator, right? Now, I, I love that I'm acting like I was sober. I was not, but I just knew. It kind of clicked in when I saw her and it was, had to clean it her weird, up and weird. stuff. It was no. It was, it was like Brittany. Brittany was like, "Okay, I need to. We need to. We need to. We, we need, need to focus. We, we need, need to, to leave this. We need to leave now." This poor girl. It's, it's very. What do I say? One thing good about you: when you are that drunk, you are very like listen. Like you'll listen. I'm really cooperative. Like, unlike gonna, you. Yeah, I'm not. But anyway, <laughs> um, I. Why am I not so? I'm so mean. So. Um, <laughs> But I, anyways, walking down the exit, by the way, because I was like, oh, I don't want us to get seen. Like, I'm drunk. She's fucking hammered. Like, all this stuff. And I had to pee so, so bad. And I just see this bucket and I had to pee. I really, really had to pee. Keep in mind, we were in a hotel at this point. It was like a rooftop. We were originally starting at like a rooftop bar hotel. (laughs) Should we give like the hotel a shout out? No, no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't because I kind of want to go back there. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> I know, it's actually a beautiful hotel. Um, anyway, we're at this hotel rooftop, and we decided to take the stairs down because we didn't want to be seen by any elevator passerbyers because of the shape that we were the in. People in the people, I think there was like someone in the elevator to press the buttons for you. Hell no, that person would have been like, "Yo, security!" To the point, <laughs> security still came for us. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'm walking down the stairs. She's right behind me, clicking and clacking in, and I just see this bucket, and I'm like, and I looked at her, and I'm like, I'm gonna pee. I'm going to pee in this bucket. Okay, sis, do your thing. Blacked out, staring, just like half asleep, and I'm peeing. And now it's not like a little cute pee. Keep in mind, it was still bright outside. Like, it was definitely like 3 p.m. at the max. It's probably 3, maybe 4. We started brunch so early for no goddamn reason. I know. Don't do that. That is one advice I will say. Don't do brunch early. But pee in this fucking bucket. Probably... Whatever. I don't know what the bucket was for. Hopefully, it didn't need to clean because if it did, the floor has Britney Smith identity, <laughs> DNA, whatever you want to say. 
is all over the hotel floor. But anyway, so we leave, and then security saw us because, of course, you see two drunk girls fucking coming out of the exit to the point they're like, we'll get you an Uber. And then there's me who, okay, my peak of being mean, apparently when I'm very, very blacked out, I'm not the nicest, apparently. I don't like her when she comes out, but she did to the security guard. Yeah, goes, Brittany is like I'm the nicest fine. person that I've ever met at all times. It's, it's Except like when she's drunk and stuff, she's great. She's fine. Yeah. When she's blackout drunk, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like she flipped a switch. Her inner demon just comes out to play. I know, and she's mean. But anyway, well, to the security guard, I was like, we're fine, and we're getting the Uber, and I'm taking us home. Ugh. <laughs> God, I'm so annoyed. But anyway, we're, we're fine. Stay with your chest. Stay <laughs> with my chest. Fist pumping at each other. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was pretty bad. However, um, yeah, I think that was Sunday fun day. But that's just an like example of it was fun, but I wouldn't do it again. You went in. That was so much fun. Look at the great story that we just. I told. know we have too many though like that. So honestly, I'm. Good it's okay. Here. I'm excited to do that again once COVID is is a thing. And I know that you say you're not excited, but you're gonna come with me I because know. I don't have any other best friends like you. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and, and I feel like another thing too. We have no friends in New York because everyone left. So. No, we do have friends. I mean, like, okay, we're we being do more have dramatic. Friends. I hate when people say that you don't have friends, but you actually do have friends, and we, we do appreciate have everyone. Some, some real homies, and you know who you are. Yeah. You like, know who you are. Okay, if you're not listening to this, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I accept that decision, too. I accept any decision. But I feel like, on the last note, um, I feel like we should talk about how we first met. I feel like I meant to say, say it in the beginning, but I want to ask this now as, like, an end note. Like, how was your virgin meeting me firstly? Because how we met, just a side note, met in college, of course, at Roger Williams University, RW, Go Hawks. Go Hawks. <laughs> that we were not sports anything, but... We just like to say, here we go, Hawks! Hawkward! Yeah, like, <laughs> we thing. Like, here we go, Hawkward! <laughs> anyway, gross. So, we, um... We met during sophomore year, and again, like a weird, it's still like new, like you're still new to college, so of course sophomore year you're going to meet new, different people than you did freshman year, but I would love to hear your side of first meeting, memoir. First time I met Brittany, she was a hot fucking mess, <laughs> and she still is, and no, thanks for having me on your podcast. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Um, I will tell the story, but um, sophomore year... We formed a bond through our actually one um, mutual friend introduced us, and Brittany was going through like a real bad breakup, uh-huh. real bad breakup. And I was like, "Damn, homie, like come over to my room, my dorm room, Do you two what twin I did beds." Today? I did the bo- the night before I met you. What? You continue. I'll tell the month part then. Okay. Continue. She was dressed as a robber, like all black and white, right? No, yeah. that's like Halloween. What are you talking about? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong girl. I don't know how we got this drunk. Anyway, Brittany came into my room and she was going through a breakup, and uh, I was like, hey, um, so what we do here in room, whatever room that I lived in, I don't fucking know, like 23, 11, 16, something. <laughs> and um, I was like, what we do is we just drink. And since all of the other, since it was like fucking brick as fuck, we went to school in New England. We were like, okay, we're not going to go to a party tonight because, um, one, we didn't know anyone to get us in, and two, 
times. Oh and, and or where we did, we just didn't want to go. It was too much work. Anyway, so we're like, okay, we're just gonna get really fucking hammered. Well, we already were hammered from coming back from a party, maybe. Who knows? And we just decided to play Mario Kart on my lovely GameCube, my trusty steed, and order Domino's. And just keep drinking and eating and playing Mario Kart until we black out. And it was honestly, like, I think that's how I formed my best friendships. Like, really just crushing people yeah, in GameCube. Yeah, and me with alcohol. Because I think one thing that I think is so funny in freshman year, I drank in high school and a little bit here and there, but college, like was a new level. I didn't drink as much and I remember like my first blackout in college and all, but I thought, so when I wanted to say before even meeting Amanda, I, <laughs> I really shouldn't say the story, but I'm going to tell the story because I think it's quite funny and it's a learning experience. Okay. A Oops. learning experience from this story. The story that I, when I first met Amanda was when we were sophomores, whatever, um, I went to her place, and the night before, I actually, it was after my, like, breakup, it was, like, a few weeks later after a breakup with this guy I've been dating for a really long time, and I asked, like, met this other guy, I won't say his name, I went to his place, and I was uh, clearly very drunk, to the point I was that drunk that I threw up in his bed, and he, I don't think he'll ever listen to this, but God bless his soul. I threw up in his bed, and I threw up, like, all over the place. I think I threw up twice that night. Ah, uh-huh, I forgot that was the night before. Yep, that was the night before you met me. And I was so hungover the next day, I had to take this kid's sheets and wash them for him, of course, because I was nice enough to do that. Also, I don't know what else you would do with those sheets. I would just throw them out. And to the point, I literally had the sheets for, like, months because he probably didn't want to talk to me. But guess what happened? I brought the sheets over when I slept at his apartment again. So, hey. Um, anyway, the day when I met Amanda, I was so hungover because I did that and drank a lot and all that stuff. And it was a good time. It was one of those moments that I didn't realize, like, meeting, like, one of my best friends now to the point I'm living with them. It's pretty crazy. You just never know the people that you're going to meet and where you're going to go with them. Because yeah. was not expecting to... After college, moved to New York, and then moving to an awesome apartment with my best friend. Pretty fucking crazy, right? It's honestly been so great. I know. And I would have never thought the same thing. I've been like, this is drunk crazy? bitch eating my cheesy bread on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, now, now I'm going to be crouching on her couch for approximately two years, and now yep. we're going to probably live in a nice smoking apartment. Smoking my weed, smoking everything else, yeah. drinking my booze. I don't appreciate it. And now it's ours. What's my my weed? What's my booze? It's your booze. And your weed. And that's the beauty of being roommates. And and, um, whatever's on the bar cart is up for grabs because it's it's our bar cart. It's our bar cart. Yeah. So, but that's like a little story about how we like met and all. All right. Let's do a nice sign off. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to have to just finish this bottle. Well, we already finished the bottom line. Yeah, we got a little too drunk, but it's okay. You know what? It's fine. It happened. We had a good time. I could definitely say I was fucking nervous, but I think, you know, having, like, one of my best friends do this with me is super fun, and I can't wait for the next episode, so please, like, I always want to say, like, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. 
like, like and uh, share. Yeah, like and share, honestly, and, and and appreciate the love that I've been continuously getting. And um, do you want to say anything? Any shout out? Anything that you want to promote? Shout out to Brittany. I think that this podcast comes from such a great person, and she has the best intentions when she does this. And <laughs> I don't know. I really like. I like doing this with her. I see how much it lights her up. So. I'm happy to be her first guest. Yeah, and probably not the last because um, there's no, I can't invite anyone else. You never know. Zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, little zoom, 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 zoom. I know. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Brittany, thank you. I love you. Uh, it's bedtime now. Just kidding. Wanna watch Shameless? No, we're Do you wanna watch Shameless? Probably watch Shameless. And we, can, just, we have like three more bottles of wine. <laughs> oh goodness, this is gonna be a long night. All right, thank you so much, y'all, and I'll talk to you guys. Whenever I make the next podcast. Okay, bye.